John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast. I'm Jim Jeffries. Please subscribe and rate the podcast. Also, you know what you could do? You could come and see me on tour. I'm uh, October 27th. I'm in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun, which I assume is a uh, casino. Uh, two shows, October 28th at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Centre. And November 10th and 11th, I'll be in Toronto at the Sony uh, Centre for Performing Arts. Also, if you are listening in the UK, which we know we have a lot of listeners in the UK, we actually have more listeners overseas than we do in America, uh, we added extra shows in the UK on the 24th in London at the Hammersmith Apollo and in Manchester at the Manchester Apollo on January 25th. You can get tickets at jimjeffries.com or you can do it at some type of scalper site. Uh, and and pay double the price. Really, the ball's in your court. Um, Forrest. Hey. How are you? I'm okay. You know, uh, d- just so you know, this is good news, though, actually. You just said we have, like, a lot more listeners international than we do domestically. That number is down to 58%, which means there's a lot more people. And our numbers are on the podcast are up, so that means there's a okay. lot more people in the States listening. So that's good. But it's still 58% foreign people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's still good. I'm just saying that's a good thing. We which got more I people. don't understand because foreign people don't speak English. How are they listening to this podcast? Boom. Oh, okay. Well, I assume okay. they're Australian. Or, <clears throat> they can't or... all be winners, Jim. I mean, you're a pretty funny guy, uh, but that one was not so good. Uh, this yeah. is how we're going to start. All right. Um, let me, Forrest, I would like to introduce uh, our guest this evening. Do you want to introduce him? Well, normally I don't introduce him because I don't know their full names. I, know I, they, I don't I, think you know his full name, though. No, I mean, no, I, no, I no, want to no, see. Okay. See, see, this is the yeah. thing is, I know the writers by first names. Yeah. I don't try to get to know them too well because it's like if you have a pig and you're going to eat it, you don't name it because then you get attached to it. <laughs> and at any stage, the writers can be fired. But we have two people here that would be pretty hard to fire him. Our showrunner and and producer, executive producer, executive producer. He's the, sec- he's the second most important person on the show, next to you. Uh, he's the third, next to me and you. Uh, wow. know Scott Zabilski. Hey, wow, wow. I want to. I want to stop right now. Yeah. And take a moment to reflect that you okay. got Scott's name okay. right because what, what, I didn't think you were going to get it. I was excited for you to introduce him because I yeah. thought you were going to botch it. I will, sure. I will tell you a backstory on this. What happened was uh, when we did the uh, pilot, me and Scott worked together for several months in the pilot. Actually, years earlier, me and Scott had meetings. Scott was a big champion of me in my career and actually uh, suggested that I should have a show to Comedy Central. He's uh, a very big part of why we have this show. And then when we did the, the pilot, uh, I gave a speech where I passionately thanked Scott Sabinski. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I didn't know his second name, but his parents are actually sitting in the room. Hello, Sabinskis. <laughs> Hello, how are you? They seem like a happy bunch. Yeah. You're your sisters here as well. Uh, yep. Which one of these children do you love the most? Oh, you have another You have yeah. another one that's not here. Oh, I've met the brother. Yes, he yeah, is yeah. an impressive young man. <laughs> um, yes, that is the favourite. And we also have with us uh, Jack Hackett, who is me and Scott's assistant. Um, Jack is an aspiring stand-up comedian. Would that be a correct thing to say? Let's go with it. Yeah, yeah. And you're starting to become a... 
film director. Then why are you an aspiring fucking stand-up comic? There's want... a lot more money in it. There's like five film directors that are making a lot of money. And we all know that there aren't as many producers left in Hollywood. Hoo-ah! <laughs> that was a Weinstein joke. Good segue. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> um, So anything you want to say, Jackie? Uh, actually, plug a gig. Plug a gig that you're going to do. Get some people to come along. All right, well, I'm hosting an open oh, mic. Hold on, Jack. Let me just tell you something. you got to speak into the microphone. First rule oh. of comedy here. Oh, All right, yeah. so there you go. Better? I, I've yeah, always, don't lean back I've against the wall. His name's so. Jack Hackett. What a good name that is. We talked about his penis a couple episodes on I the show. I feel like yeah. he will be my boss one day. That's how it always happens. They start as assistants, and they become, and Jack will be my, and I'll be like going back to my wife, whoever she may be in the future, and I'll, I'll be like, ah, old man Hackett is busting my balls again. <laughs> yeah. So plug your gig, Jack. Um, it's an open mic tonight at USC at 8 p.m. No, wait. Okay, wait what do you mean tonight? This airs, tonight. This airs tomorrow. Oh, this no. airs tomorrow. So yesterday, yeah. there's an open mic <laughs> yeah. you could go to. This is going great, Jack. Wait, uh, what, is there another show you have coming up? Okay, so the following Tuesday, there's another open mic. So Every next Tuesday. Tuesday. Every Tuesday I have an open mic at All USC. Right. Now, Jack, I have a surprise for you that I haven't mentioned to you, that I've said to other people that I haven't mentioned to you. Probably in about six to eight months, I'll be doing probably the Ace Theatre is the theatre I do in LA. Is I do, do one theatre show. It's about a two and a half to 3,000 seat theatre. You're going to get to do five minutes. Oh my God! Yeah, so you oh, wow. better yeah. fucking hone, cunt. You better oh. fucking get it right, brother. Because <laughs> that's, that's amazing. A, now that's I'll, amazing. I'll tell you what. I offered that same spot last year to Blake Griffin. <laughs> Blake Griffin, the power forward for the LA of Clippers, yeah. who is a some not even amateur comic. He's actually been signed by a major agency. I think here. UTA or CAA. You, you, I think it was UTA, but he's been signed. He, he he's not a bad comic. He's probably the best. Mixed race, seven foot tall comic I've ever seen. Very specific. Probably, you know, that between the ages of twenty five and thirty five, probably in that demo, he's the best one. But um, he, he declined because he said it was too big a crowd for him to perform in front of. Are you nervous, Jack? Right now? Are you nervous? nervous? Oh yeah, but uh, I'm ready. Forrest will be introducing you. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's news to me, but I'll, I'll make sure I do a good job. But I've always thought yeah. with you, Jack, you have such a great name that you really need a catchphrase. Like, after a joke uh, doesn't work, you should go, can you hack it? <laughs> Try doing that's that. That's pretty good. That's probably better than your act right Just now. Come on. do it. Just do it once. I've been doing comedy for years. Don't look at me like that, Jack. Do this. All right, Jack, tell, tell us. Just do a joke now. All right. And then at the end, do the catchphrase. It's got a tank, right? No, 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 I'll laugh. No, try your best. Oh, no, we'll laugh. Um, all right. Um, so, um, it's wow. still a... <laughs> you can, if you have a child between the age of, of three months and six months, you can still dump them off in front of a fire station and they'll adopt the child, no questions asked. But I don't know what's worse, killing my unborn child or letting my child grow up to be a fireman. Can you hack it? <laughs> Wow, I, I don't even understand that, that, that joke that, at I don't all. Really like, get that firemen or why wouldn't you want to be a fireman? That's no, awesome. No, but it's yeah. yeah first of all, <laughs> first of all, you are insulting <laughs> heroes, <laughs> right? And then yeah. the next step is you're assuming that wherever you're dropped out in front of is, is your career for the rest of your life. It's like if, if that's the if that's the base of your joke, we should all be doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Like the first thing we see is a baby, we're a doctor. Oh, that's me job then. 
It's not like I was plomped out by my mother on the set of a stand-up stage. <laughs> Actually, I was. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like firemen? I really want to know. They're like, what? Did something happen? I'll the, tell you who. I'll yeah, tell you who cops. doesn't like firemen. Cops. Yep. Oh yeah, the cops. Scott Zabinski. That's like a uh, softball is, game. Is yeah. is a cop of sorts. We'll get into that later. But my brother is a cop in Australia, and he has a little chip on his shoulder about cops because firemen just do fun things like. Um, rescue people from burning buildings and do nice things. They die. Yeah, and they die. And, <laughs> it's and, not fun, I'm saying. They, and, it's and, not all fun. And cops do things like give you fines and arrest you and stuff like that. So they don't get as much women as the firemen do. There's never a cop calendar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's There's not, always no a fireman calendar. There's never a cop calendar. And my brother has been drunk with me and said these exact words. All they do is fucking use water. That was exactly. <laughs> That's what he summed it all down to, which actually Man, is pretty bad. accurate. It's water and ladders. Um, okay, so we should start talking about the show because we haven't even mentioned the show. Uh, we did a show today. Um, our opening topic uh, was uh, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, difficult one. Yeah. Difficult one. Um, if you haven't been keeping up with the news, it turns out that Harvey Weinstein is a rapist. But because our legal department is listening right now. I was just about to say this, but yeah, you're going to do it. So. Harvey Weinstein is an alleged rapist. He's denied these allegations. Yeah, make like, that clear. like how Scott is an oh, alleged just... alcoholic. I liked what you said once. Like, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm a drunk. That's what I, I agree on. This. People always uh, get into me for drinking. We're drinking right now. Um, and they always say to me, I've been called an alcoholic many times, but I can go weeks and weeks without drinking. But when I drink, I go after it. I don't go halves with things, you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't drink every day, but when I do drink, I drink to get drunk. I'm not an alcoholic, I'm a drunk. Completely different. Okay. A, a drunk will ruin your party and then apologize the next day and then show up at the next party sober. See, that's the gift I've got. Yeah, no, I just, I'm warning you not to make an analogy right now to this, so that'd be... Why? What analogy? I don't know. Okay. See, okay. This, this is the thing. is I, I, I'll tell you something about me. I'm an extremely good apologizer. So when you do those 12-step uh, those programs, and was it step seven where you have to make amends? I could just skip that whole step. I make amends the next day. I don't fuck around till years later. I just ring up everyone who I've sent a text to and then I just apologize, which is what Harvey Weinstein doesn't do. And that's how we seamlessly link into the Harvey Weinstein story. Harvey Weinstein story. Now, the, with the story, um, the whole thing is that this has been a known thing in Hollywood for many, many years. Uh, we've, we pulled out many clips of people uh, making jokes about it, things from 30 Rock, things from uh, Seth MacFarlane talking on the Oscars about it. Um, now, this is how I know that I, I'm not really in Hollywood. I'll, I'll never truly be an A-lister because no one told me. I knew about the Cosby thing for years. I was in the comedy circles, but I'm not in with the actors. But it turns out that Harvey Weinstein has been a sexual predator for many, many, many years. Yeah, but we even showed there's clips on television shows that they've said things for years. and those are just a couple. Yeah, that shows that they knew it. But even I, I remember seeing some of those clips and I was just kind of like, I wonder what that's about. But yeah, it wasn't I guess like so, yeah. a, it wasn't a. Well, there was a clip that we didn't actually put in the show. That the most damning one that I saw was Courtney Love on the red carpet, and the question that was asked to her, and this is like eight years ago, and they asked her, they said, uh, "Have you got any uh, advice for young actresses?" And she said, 
If Harvey Weinstein invites you to a party at the Four Seasons, don't go. Now, you can't be more clear than that. But now, it's Courtney Love. That's the problem. You know? It's like... It's like are you it, victim blaming right no, no, now? No, 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 no. People, people don't Trent believe Courtney Campley. Love is. is that, you said that's the most damning one, but people don't listen to it. It's because people think have a certain viewpoint of how Courtney Love is. Like she seems like she's like always kind of like out of it, you know, or something like that. Like so. I, I don't know. I think also I, Kurt Cobain. I actually, blame her for I actually say this that that Courtney Love I thought was a um, for the few movies she did was a great actress. I think she was fantastic in Man on the Moon. Yeah. And I say that because she follows me on Twitter. Thanks, Courtney. But in the clip, I forget. I'm sorry. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow in the clip, or was it? It was Gwyneth Paltrow with David Letterman. Yeah, that was on David Letterman. I mean, it was like, like when I saw that originally. I guess I wouldn't have assu- like associated coarser with sexual court, which is like, who coerced you to be here, coarser. I mean, I guess I was naive, but it all makes sense now. But at the time, this is the thing because uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie have said that there has been incidences, and um, I got to be honest, our weatherman never said anything. Yeah, that's right. On the show. Well, yeah, we heard a story about the weatherman, but yeah, and I've also been told, and I can't allude to who it is, but there, in the, you heard it here first. There is another big, high-profile producer slash director in Hollywood that is going to go down in the next uh, week or so. Where? So, you you heard this? I've heard it from several people. It's someone that I know and have actually hung out with. And I, I, I've never seen him actually do it personally, but I, I heard this is about to come out. So when it comes out, I'm just putting, I'm just putting a pin in it. So you next, heard it here first, next even week. though you didn't hear it. Well, I didn't actually yeah. see it, but you know, I, I heard that. Something... This is a good thing that we could just say things like that always, yeah. and then eventually they'll be right, right? <laughs> I also heard <clears throat> there's a famous singer who. Uh, no, that one already happened. It was going to be herpes. That was Usher. Sorry. It's something allegedly. It's something sorry. Sli- <laughs> well, I, I don't want to say too much. Um, but how did you feel about the piece, Scott? I thought it was great. I mean, you know, it, it was tough because it's a fine line. To walk, it's like a. I, th- I feel like that was the most time we spent in the writers' room discussing, going back and forth, really trying to find the right tone. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're a comedy show. We want to be funny, and if you just sit sure. there and be serious for seven or eight minutes, it's not what we do. But at the same time, it's a t- it's a hard topic to joke about. Well, th- the problem we had was me really in the piece. Well, you said um, it, not me, but yes. yeah. No, the problem was the problem was me because I I have um, said uh, an extraordinary a reasonable amount of misogynistic <laughs> jokes in my day, and um, uh, look, I will still continue to joke about women in the same way that women joke about men in stand up. I, I will never be a um, joke apologist. I think that comedians take chances. I, I stand up for. Even what James Corden did the other day where he got in trouble for joking about the Harvey Weinstein thing. The problem with what happened with James Corden is the jokes didn't particularly land. Um, But there was a turning point in my life and it happened during the election. And it was during the whole uh, pussy grabbing thing where women and men, well men and women was probably the better way to phrase that, um were excusing the whole pussy grabbing and the fact that there were so many allegations against Trump. And I remember thinking uh, this world is slightly more sexist than I thought it was. I I, I always believed that the jokes I was saying were somewhat in character and that some people understood what I meant. And um, and, uh, look... You know, look, I didn't always hit the mark with all my stand-up. I I can do better in my life. Uh, But it it has actually 
the Harvey Weinstein thing hit home for me. Uh, uh, the the um, Bill Cosby thing I thought was a rarity. I thought that was someone that was um, on the periphery of our society doing those weird things. And now after Harvey Weinstein and actually speaking to uh, girls I've dated, ex-girlfriends, friends of mine and heard all their stories, I'm, I, I will admit that I was actually shocked by all this behavior. Yeah, and I got to say, you know, we were doing the pilot when the election happened and we didn't really get, there's not time to get into the details during the show, but, you know, that was a big moment for me too. The day you came in after the election, like you were genuinely a little shaken up and I remember you saying like, holy shit, this is a turning point for me to realize that a lot of my fans are not laughing with me thinking the joke is wouldn't it be terrible to say these things it's i totally agree with you yeah i always considered the jokes that i was doing to be outrageous and i i love outrageous comedy i'm all for it still you know but I, but my problem is that i understand that 90 percent of the people were getting were in on the joke and then 10 percent of the people were believing the joke and that's a that's a tough position for me to be put in yeah well get ready because once we post this on uh, Facebook and other social media platforms. Already, when we post things, this is this is how the comments go. Uh, 10 to 10, 15% of tagging people to watch this. Mm. So that means they like it. You know, Forrest and, uh, works in a digital apartment. We should add that. He's yeah. just not like a psychopath on the internet. <laughs> and then then there's a large percentage, despite what you think, I mean, like that really enjoys you and has something nice to say. And then there's just f- trolls that are just stirring shit up. And then there's this other uh, percentage of people that don't evolve when you're evolving with your comedy. And they'll be like, I remember when you used to X, Y, Z, you know, and then one of my favorite ones ever was, exchanges ever was, I I remember when this guy used to just talk about drugs and sex and all this stuff, and then somebody put into that comment, well, no, I went to a show the other day and he did 10 minutes on docking and the person was like, oh, good. And it was like, that was very funny. But (laughs) But you still do that stuff. No, I still talk talk about drugs and sex. I'm I'm not really changing my stand-up, but I I am... Um, but mindful of, of what it's doing now. But there's going to be so. people that say something and those are the people that you don't want but those to are be your fans. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave behind because you're yeah. picking up a lot of new well, fans. It's, it's even, I had fans of mine that started to get upset after I had my son. They were saying, oh, he's gotten soft because he has a kid. And it's not like I became fucking Ray Romano or something and I was just talking about kids the whole time. But my point is, Jack, don't ever change. Try to keep your stand. Try just to do jokes about babies becoming firemen. That's who you are. Yeah, stay edgy. That's who you are, Jack. I'll make fun of the people everyone respects. All right, Jack, you're going to have to leave in about fucking four minutes because my Genghis Cohen meal is going to be here. It's six minutes away, but I'll yeah, tell but you Yeah, but before he leaves, he's got to tell one more joke. No, no, no. He's going to come back. He's going to oh, deliver okay. the food. i got to oh. feed Nicole, and Nicole's sitting there. My assistant, is, is she's going to need to eat. And Do so, you have a joke that's like 30 seconds long? You just don't want to tell a joke. I'm scared now. You're trying to get in the fucking show business, man. (laughs) And you're just like, no. Got a new haircut. Come on. Several months to prepare. How's dating going, Jack? How's that going? Poor. When was the last date you went on? Oh, God. I've been canceled on a couple times in the past week. So, last date, two years ago? No. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Your last date was two years ago? Yeah. You, you, you've brought a very attractive woman to the show today. Why don't you go out with her? She seems very nice. Why, why, why wouldn't you date her? She's dating someone I'm living with. Oh, really? Yeah, is, 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 so she's using you to get yeah. on the show. Okay. Is, 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 is he going is, on stage at the Is his name guilt or denial? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? So she's dating someone that you're living with? Who are you living with? My, my friend Cameron. 
And Cameron, what does Cameron do? He goes to school with me. Oh, Cameron must be very good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say firefighter. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't have to be on the radio, but what has Cameron got over Jack? Why did you choose Cameron over Jack? You oh, met him there you first. Go. Oh. Wow. That's High standards. Thing, Jackie boy. <laughs> yep. You gotta get in first. Yeah. Ah. Well, don't, you gotta get him young. Don't do that. Yes. Don't pound your fist in your Too hands. Too nice for Hollywood. We get women with that. We just did a whole story about that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep your morals, yeah. Jack. You keep your morals. Good for you. So, so Jack is what you call um, the anti Harvey Weinstein. Good for you, man. Good for you. But you you gotta go on a few dates. How can we how can we set this up? What we'll do is we're gonna put a picture of you on the website. I think your food's here. How do you know? I don't know. How do you know? Well you want I don't me, know. You I'm just saying you said it was four or six minutes. No, no, no. Now you've really fucking ruined the podcast, Forrest. <laughs> do you know do you know how reviews will be going? Like <laughs> someone someone wrote a review under this podcast was like, I wish the show was better structured. <laughs> the podcast? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is more structured yeah. than 98% of the podcast, I would say. I just came up with that number. Way out of kind of, more. Way yeah. We have more. clipboards, yeah. thanks to Andrew. And uh we have everything. We have stuff written here that now, we read. Now, our, sec- in order. our second act. Let's get Speaking off. Speaking of that, let, let's act get, two. Let's, oh, get, let's get off Harvey Weinstein, which is something that many people have been able to achieve. Um, act two. We went to Washington, D.C. And sorry, is that going to get me in trouble, that joke? No, probably, Jack loves probably. that. Probably. I, I James Corden the fuck out of that game. Can you hack it? Uh, I should have said that <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so so um, the next act was we went to Washington. Now this act was actually filmed only four days ago. I look about twenty pounds heavier. We 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 interviewed uh, Ted Lou, who's the congress the congressman for actually where where I live. He's my congressman. And what happened was um, we went out to interview him. We also did another field piece. This was the second field piece we did. And Scott went out. Scott's, Scott's what you call a Cubs fan. That's yeah, what, what you is, call. Scott is a Cubs that's, fan. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm, a a Dodgers, I'm a Dodgers fan, uh, but somehow we make it work. Um, <laughs> and so, so what happened was uh, the Washington Nationals were playing the Chicago Cubs the night before we did that particular interview. Clinching and game five. Clinching game five. Yeah. And uh, game five. And me, Scott, um, and one of our producers here and an executive from Comedy Central did what you could call got fucked up. We yeah. got <laughs> fucked up. Well, it was up. a long game. It was a lo- It was like a four-hour game. We were fucking drinking. <laughs> we were fucked up, right? Um, and so what happened was we drank and then we kept on drinking and we kept on drinking and then we got thrown out of a bar. When I say thrown out, the bar shut or whatever. And then we were trying to find an after party. And Andrew Wontok, who you'll know if you listen to our episodes, drinks horse semen. <laughs> uh, Andrew Wontok came along and he was the only one responsible because we yeah, had a field I was to do. so angry at him that night. And then I look back, I'm like, oh my God, he was the only person doing the right <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you were yeah. angry that he tried to wrap it up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, fight, I was almost fighting him. <laughs> I got I got invited I got us an invite to a party in Chinatown. Yeah. Right? That already sounds good. Chinatown in Washington. Someone said, there's a bar. It's still open. You can smoke indoors. I'm like, boom, I'm in. Right? And then, so we were all drinking. And then then Andrew's like, hey, guys, we have to speak to Ted Lou at 9 a.m. Time to go to bed. And we, me and Scott were oh, like, belligerent. We were like, Fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> you're Fuck the you. enemy of fun. Yeah, you're the enemy of fun. Was <laughs> exactly. And then you think the Comedy Central executive would stop us. No. But he was just like, yeah! <laughs> and so, so me, Scott, a Comedy Central executive, we fought and fought and fought. 
And Andrew actually snapped and had a tantrum mm -hmm. and just went, you guys could all get fucked. None of you listen to me. And then he just sculled some horse semen uh. and he ran upstairs to bed. And, <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, and we all yeah. felt bad. We we're like, oh. Did you apologize to him? No, not really. Okay. Now, now, now we, we all. <laughs> he kept we, the show on track and yeah. got this great field piece together. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we, we all felt bad. Yeah. I had about four hours sleep and I was already jet lagged. So I only had three hours sleep the night before. And I woke up just feeling like a bag of shit. And I got up and I just put me suit on. And then the makeup artist. Yeah, we got to talk about this. This makeup She's not artist. Listening. She worked in Washington. And for whatever reason, she made me orange, like distractingly. <laughs> like Trump so. orange. Like Trump orange. And she was like, I know this is how it works in Washington. This is how makeup goes. Yeah. And she goes, You're well, going to be on camera. It's going to be fine. Now, I once had some photos years ago with someone. The, the whole photo shoot was ruined because I was just orange. And so I was like, oh, thank you. You're doing a great job. And as soon as she left the room, I got a towel mm -hmm. and just fucking ripped all this makeup off my face. So I was au naturel in this uh, Ted Lou piece. And I looked about 20 pounds heavy. It was all beer weight. I pissed it out over the next couple of days. Um, but it, it, it wasn't. Okay, Jack, Chinese food. What'd you get, by the way? Oh, I got you some food as well. You did? I got you some Mongolian beef. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. You are a good friend. I am. I got you Mongolian beef. I got you the prawns that you like, Nicole. I got some chicken sesame things. I got some dumplings. I like the dumplings. And I got chicken fried rice. Hopefully they throw in some fortune cookies, but you never know with these people. Anyway, so... I'm talking about the just post, these people. The, okay. I, I, these people, postmates, oh, not sure. the Chinese. How dare you? Anyway, so what happened was we went to bed and then I showed up and I met Ted Lou. Now, Ted Lou, incidentally, I, I got told this by a second party, which I'm very proud of this fact that Ted Lou references me as one of the reasons he became an atheist. Thank you, Ted Lou. Um, I, I one an of the, atheist. One, he was a congressman. One of the, one of the reasons yeah. I became an atheist was because of. I, am I allowed to say this? Does he lie to his constituents and say he's not an atheist? Am I allowed to? No, I think he. He seems like an honest guy. He's an honest guy. One of the reasons I became an atheist was um, George Carlin, and I imagine George Carlin had some part to do in Ted Lou's confirm, uh, confirmation. Um, but because yeah, uh, he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's a funny guy, yeah. right? So anyway, so so me and Ted actually got along really famously, but I thought whilst I was doing the piece, I thought I'm giving a great interview here. People are laughing. It's all going good. We were like in the office next to Nancy Pelosi's office. Like we were right in the fucking heart of things, you know. And I, I went through the metal detector just looking like a bag of shit. And then I, I did the interview and then afterwards I thought I killed it. And I came back to L.A. thinking, ah, fuck, we fucking killed that piece. And then the first thing Scott says to me, he goes, you're a little bit low energy in this one. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Too. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's, that's my glassed over eyes interview. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, Ted. I was fucking doing those alcoholic farts in the middle of fucking Congress. Just like, like just fucking beer was pouring out of my pores. Well, you thought I was mad at you, and all I was thinking is, like, my, his job is just to be the host. Like, my one job is to be the responsible adult, your and it's completely one, my your fault. Your one job is to wheel me out there and make sure that I'm doing a responsible yeah. job. And you failed. Well, I got you back from London, so that gets me some What points. did I do in London? Nothing. Remember we had to get, catch the plane to London from when we, when we were over there shooting? And oh, yeah. We were doing a field piece in London, and I just went to bed. You know when you're, like, so tired that you do that, fuck it, I don't care about flights, I'm going to yeah. bed. 
And then I just had a bang, bang, bang on the door, and it was like Scott, like trying to get. Well, in. first it was security, and they told me that he, uh, the the car was there to pick us up, and the security banged, and then they called down and said he said he doesn't want his car. Oh, I, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Security banged on yeah. my door. And I opened the door and said, tell the car to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Like, I I knew. To get out of a country. Not just like to go like a few miles away. I was so drunk that I actually went, tell them this won't be necessary. I've I've emigrated now. (laughs) And you had a show in San Diego that night, and that was the only flight that you would have made it on time. Yeah, I I wouldn't have made my show in San Diego. And I don't know how the show went in San Diego. And if people came to that show in San Diego, you're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's amazing how many flights you almost miss. I mean, not everybody, I'm saying, but I've been with you on a lot of things where you're like, wow, okay. That was really close. You know know what a funny funny thing that happened in the writer's office the other day? When we're doing the Harvey Weinstein story, I was actually being all proud about myself going, look, I've never sexually harassed a woman, and I stand by that statement. I've never sexually harassed a woman. And then I, I thought to myself, but I sexually harassed the fuck out of Scott. Oh my That's god! That's completely true. Oh my god! The amount of times I've slapped you in the testicles for no fucking yeah. A lot of men. You sexually harass a no. lot of men. And then yeah, I went. Same. And Forrest should yeah. go to some type of group. Yeah. I used to share a room with Forrest. I've literally tackled you naked. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I have. I've, I don't think I've, I was naked though, but. Mm- yeah, yeah, but you stuck I've, your tongue in my ear a lot of times. I've that's done, not I've, that's I've, not pleasant. I've Nobody likes that. I've done a lot of unnecessary kissing on you, and for yeah. that, I'm but sorry. But you've kissed you kiss complete strangers too. When I'm drunk, yeah, men. Yeah, men. You Let me clarify me this. this: is all men. You so kiss okay, me on everybody. the lips uh, after no, the pilot. I don't know about that. No, These all sound like rumors that don't yeah. really sound like me. I'm more of a fighty man's man. Um, so any- <laughs> Something a, f- a man's so, man would never say. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we we did the piece with Ted Lou, and, and he, he tweeted. And he tweeted. We actually said to him, can you tweet something about Scott Disick? We thought we would have to reach out to him to say, tweet something about Scott Disick because we did one joke about Scott Disick. And, and tell him why you did that too. Why was Scott Disick on the on your brain? The only reason that Scott Disick was on my brain because earlier that morning I was watching Good Morning DC and Scott Disick was at the opening of a candy store. And it was a 15-minute news piece. It was a 15-minute piece, like, Scott Disick's in town. I'm like, how fucking bad is the news on Good Morning Washington or whatever the fuck we were watching? And so Scott Disick was on my mind, so I made a Scott Disick joke, and now, because of all that, um, Ted Lou made a joke about Scott Disick being an asshole, but he was better than the president or something, and that's on... You want me to read the tweet? So yeah. Well, well it's, on, it's, it's on Ted's... Uh, I know, but yeah, this is... All right, I prefer Scott Disick to Trump because he also knows nothing about government policy, but has a decency to not be president. And then hashtagged our show on top of it. Yeah. So, you know what's going to be crazy yeah. is if Scott Disick ends up doing like a Kid Rock and eventually now this is what kicks him off and you are the reason that he ends up running for office. <laughs> this, this, but he's also going to wonder why Ted Lou came yeah, after why, him. Why, why are you coming <laughs> at me? I'm just opening a candy store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and there's like one moment in history that I'm going to fucking completely ruin. Right. Um, so we did that. Ted Lou, fun guy. Appreciate you, Ted. Uh, you're one of the good guys. i got to say, when I met this bloke, I, I have an opinion on politicians, especially people who run for president or any high seat, that m- most of them have to be some type of sociopath or egomaniac. The job doesn't actually pay that well for you to campaign and go through that hell just to be the most powerful person in America. I've always thought that takes a special type of ego to do that but i will say this after meeting ted lou ted lou is one of the good guys he actually cares 
I, I truly believe that man is in a uh, position of power for the right reasons. Um, so the next piece we did was about the Russian um, hacking of the election. You know, timely, isn't it? <laughs> well, there Still was going some on. new. There was. Uh, it's not that the hacking's new, but it's we're finding out all this new stuff now. It's kind of like every week it's something new. Like they were hacking Pokemon Go is something we found out this week, which is crazy. Yeah, we tried to work that in that they were hacking Pokemon Go, but even Pokemon Go sounds like a thing that doesn't exist anymore. Who's Pokemon going? Uh, yeah, I don't Jack, know. Friend. Jack, 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 yeah, tell us. I, I know some people. Jack's youthful. Still? What's yeah, happening? it's weird. They, we just go out to places and they just start you playing do Pokemon it? Go. No. I'll tell you who wouldn't yeah. do it. Cameron. Is yeah. it Cameron? Does Cameron do it? Cameron no, does, no, doesn't he? No. Uh-huh. Does Cameron do it still? No, no, you, you can't, you, you can't do a get a girl like that while you're Pokemon no. going. No, no, no. You gotta you gotta <laughs> play it cool like that. Mm-hmm. What are the apps that the kids are playing right now, Jack? A lot of Snapchat. That seems to be the big one. I don't really know any games. How many dick pics are you sent in Snapchat? Uh none. Oh, man. Well there's the problem. Well, yeah. you say that's sexual harassment. No, no, not a, no. It's not. No, no. Don't applaud that. It's not sexual not harassment. Unsolicited. If they ask for yeah. them. Oh yeah, no one's asking. Like if you just send them randomly. Has that, that ever happened? Numbers? Has any woman ever in the history of the internet? No, asked? I, I, all of the women here I, are shaking I, I, no, their No, I've now. had a lot of I've had a lot of women um, request to um, dick pics, but I always think it's so they have some yeah, piece of that's, evidence. That's called blackmail. Yeah, it's like so. It's like they have some little thing yeah, you're, over. You're me, famous. Like, it's different. Here's a naked picture. I'd like to see your dick. Yeah. And I'm like, and make sure you get your face in no the photo. No one too. wants to see my dick. I don't think so. Anyway, I, but I have in the past, before I was famous, sent dick pics, but my dick pics were always in like different sort of moods. <laughs> what is that? What does that like mean? I, like I flashed the heart and in between, you know, like one of my favorite ones is like Those number. Those aren't moods. Like, 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 <laughs> no, like, like number six is like, is like what I call sleepy. It's like he's slightly bent over, there's a drop of cum on his head. And it's like, it's like, it's your good night dick pic. Now, I, first of all, may I reiterate, not unsolicited, completely wanted dick You've pic. also only sent those to men, so that's okay. Oh, yeah. And by men, we mean Forrest. Jeez Louise. No, I've seen that live action dick pics. <laughs> you haven't seen that, Scott? You've been on the road with him? He'll just answer the, the door with his, his dick out. Yeah, the only time I did is when we were trying to catch that London flight, and yeah. he was so drunk that I, I said, like, go take a shower real quick while I pack your bag, and he just walked out of the shower completely naked, yeah. and he's like, where are my shoes? And I said, I think I packed them. One of my favorite things, sorry, I just said, like, you know, was his dick in? Just, you don't remember this, probably, but the, my favorite thing is when I was like, all right, I'm just getting into business mode, like, let's go, we're going to make the flight, it's going to be great, no problem, and you go, why are you so optimistic about the world? <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I don't remember saying that, but I stand by. It's very funny. Um, so that was it. We talked about the Russian tampering and all that type of stuff. I we we had a we had a joke in there that was a joke that I actually wrote in the writers' room, which was kind of silly about the Tony Awards because the whole thing about the Pulitzer Surprise, the Pulitzer yeah. Surprise was named after Joseph Pulitzer, and it was for the uh, awarded to excellence in journalism. And what happens is that guy actually did some racist and intolerant things during the Spanish-American War, did some propaganda. And so we did a parallel about what other awards um, like are misplaced in society. And I said that the Tony Award was actually um, named after a noted Italian homophobe called, what was his name? 
Tony Scaramucci. Yeah, Tony Scaramucci or something like that. And then I went, uh, I love the musicals. I hated the gays. Now, what happened when we did this? I went, Mamma Mia, that's my favorite musical. But I feel like the audience laughed over that joke and that tag never really got what it, what it deserved. Um, but what happened is Tommy... Caprio, what's Tommy's job? Is he's our co-EP line producer. He's a line producer. He's he, like the money logistics he's, guy. He's the money guy. He's he was the also guy. the landlord last week. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. So yeah. last week, I was Tom, against him. Sorry, Tommy. And if Tommy's listening, he's gonna deny this to the hilt. He turns forty this week, by the way. Happy birthday, Tommy. Um, what happened with Tommy is Tommy's always like, ah, oh, you performers, oh, I never want to be on screen. And then we got him a photo where he was my landlord last week and he put it on every single piece of his social yeah. media. <laughs> hashtag set life, hashtag yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was like, well, when do I get my SAG card? And all that type of stuff. And he's joking, joking, joking. Now, this podcast goes out tomorrow. Let's see if you go to Tommy Caprio, <laughs> if he has actually put up the picture of him yeah. as uh, Tony Scaletti or whatever the frick yeah. we call the guy, right? Um, so Tommy played the landlord and he played homophobic Italian guy who was named after the Tony, uh, who the Tony Awards was named after. So yeah. let's see if that plays out. The I funny thing just, is, oh, go ahead. I just got an email from him asking me for the original files of the. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Shh. All right. We want to so, so, yeah, yeah, we got to just leave right yeah, now. Yeah, this minute. Yeah, yeah. He wants the picture. Yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. the pictures. So the thing <laughs> is, he doesn't know this yet. Yeah, we want. So, to so let it play it now. Tommy's one of the nicest guys in the world, but I think we can agree, fame whore. Right? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, that's it. Uh, let's get on to Act Four. Act Four. We didn't even talk about Ru we're done with Russians. Well, look, look, here we go. The Russians well, hacked you... a lot. Um, blah blah blah. <laughs> well, you don't have to get into the blacktivists. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the 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 that was the thing we said the word blacktivist. I've never said the that Fox before. News you, guy. you have to watch the show, but yeah, someone yeah. in the Fox News said the word blacktivist. That was a word that I'd never heard before, so we worked that into our one. But I will say this before we keep going, just because it's part of the thing. Is I, you're not worried in the upcoming elections? Like I think we're 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 kind of fucked now. Any future election, oh, I'm like, totally worried because it's not yeah. like we're going to learn our like, lesson from the, this. The hack, I know, but it's like they, uh, yeah, no, I agree. They're still going to be able to find ways to manipulate okay, but, the but, media. But this is the thing: it's, it's it's the internet. It's not you know propaganda has existed since the dawn of posters, and leaflets. Yeah, and leaflets or cave paintings. There was probably a cave painting that fucking. But, you know, depicted someone as having a bigger dick than they did. That's propaganda. But we're, but we're, <laughs> were leaflets really working on people in the 90s? Like, I feel like at least for a while there, we had a... It was probably no, 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 but like, Oh, yeah, no, for the no, nightclubs, no, no, no. they'd be on your cars no, by your windshield wipers. World, 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 world War One. that was one of the things we learned in World War One, They were trying to make us, uh, people sign up to the army to go to the war because... Um, they were saying, hey, do you want to meet women? Do women want to like you? Do you want to be a sportsman? Do you want to travel the world? And, you know, like all that propaganda existed through the First World War, the Second World War, and it sort of got fucked up for the propaganda people in Vietnam because in Vietnam, people actually could visually see the horrors of war, and we didn't see it before then. It was like, do you want to be a hero? Do you want to be respected? And all that type of stuff. And then it's like fucking war is shit, man. So do you think there'll be the equivalent where people see... Well, there's propaganda now. We have that even now with uh, the military. Like like you have every single baseball game has a military person of the day. And look, I support the military. I always stand up for any Jack soldier. Jack doesn't. Soldier who does that, um, but like, like, do know that that these days are paid for 
by the military. They are paid for, for by the army. Yeah, all those flyovers and everything too. They're, they're paid for as a recruitment tool so that you watch it and you go, oh, wow, I could be honoured and respected and people could clap for me. And this is, it's the same type of thing. So it's, it's, it's a hard line to sit on when, you, when you're going, well, I respect and admire these people, but am I being led in a certain uh, direction? And so what, what happened with uh, the, the Russians trying to get Trump in and not trying to get Hillary in and all that type of stuff is, is nothing new. This has been going on since the dawn of time. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I feel like I'm about to get hate mail. So everything's going to be okay then, you're telling me. From what about the military, you mean? No, I just, uh. I, look, we're, we're, it's all advertising. <clears throat> We're gonna do a field piece on that coming up with advertising. We'll, it's all it's all advertising. It's, it's, all, it's, it's all steering you in different directions. And in, in in your mind, it might be good advertising or bad advertising or, or or what have you. But propaganda is just advertising. And and all the Russians did was advertise Trump, advertise and, racism. But that that's the crazy thing. They didn't necessarily advertise him as much as they advertised stuff they knew would get people pissed off. Well, I. I'm also the belief that it's not even particularly illegal. Everyone's like, those damn Russians. It's like, as we said in the piece, it's, it's our fault for being stupid about the whole fucking thing, right? For listening and to clicking and to going, Ooh. like I saw these memes where Hillary has killed people. Yeah. Fucking, what are you fucking talking about? You know <clears> what I mean? And now, right now, people are writing, she actually did kill people in the Vanderbilt no, of course the thing. The, why there were multiple like, shooters like in Vegas, why she, why she was killing people, Bill was raping in the <laughs> corner. That's what happened, right? Yeah. Like, no. It, it, and I think people think that this this whole investigation like into the Russian collusion, like they think it's somehow going to get Trump out of office, and it's not. No, it's, Especially it, because it's, I mean, unless they found... Well, and even e- if they did an email from Trump to oh, Putin. Also, oh, oh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. much well not his fault. Yeah. It, it played into his hands as a yeah. bit of luck for him, but you yeah. can't particularly blame him because uh, you can that. you can connect all these dots. But that's why I believe he's confident in that too. He's just like, yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make them do that. They yeah. just did that, and it benefited me. You know? Yeah. But, see, the the, the what, part of the point of the piece is this term that we have now: fake news is new, but yeah. fake news exists forever. It's just propaganda. It's, that's that's all it is. This isn't a new thing. Yeah, saying. but now the we're, problem is we've just given it a new name. But yeah, but now the problem is people call fake news real news, fake news. That's the main problem. Well, see, arguably our show is fake news, but I feel like we're telling the truth. I feel like we're we real try. News. Yeah, we try to tell the truth. Now, that, which brings us to Act Four. Yeah, that, that, um, that was really how the Tonys were named after. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we do little uh, jokes. Most we of the time. Jokes. Okay. Um, so Act Four. Um, now, some of you might be standing outside right now with earphones on, looking at the sky, thinking your day's <laughs> going well. But think again. That sounds like a really dumb person. Yeah, you're doing that. No, first they're thing. just staring <laughs> up, going, "Life's good." I'm listening to something on me Beats earphones. So I got Beats earphones. This is a successful person. That's a four hundred dollar pair of earphones. They're doing well, and so they're staring up at the skies, thinking everything's good. But think again. At at any second, a Chinese satellite may just smash into you, and you could die. Yeah, that's sad, right? I'm just wondering if we're going to get free Beats earphones now that you said that. I wasn't paying attention to the last 15 seconds you were talking, but that'd be nice. Good idea, Scott. We're going to get free Beats earphones. Keep saying it. You just plugged them. Yeah, yeah, because Dr. Dre listens to this podcast. Well, Obama watches the show, so... Oh, that's true. We found out that Obama watches our show. Tell us how you know that. Um, Because one of his script writers told us. One of his speechwriters, his friends with... uh, 
uh, someone who works on the show and said, and yeah, he watches. And said Obama watches the show. And he said, maybe he'll come on next He's season. like this. Mm. Michelle, time to watch Jim Jeffrey's show. Yeah. That's my Obama. He's wow. Like, like, Pretty good. Time to watch Jim Jeffrey's show. Yeah. Hopefully, he says, get, cut a bit. I love actually, that we've, getting we've, worse. Actually, we've called him a Muslim <laughs> on the show. Actually, <laughs> actually, he's from Kenya. actually, my Obama is slightly Yogi Bear. Then he went, hey, Michelle, <laughs> time to watch a Jim Jeffrey show. Anyway, so yeah. he's, he's off stealing picnic baskets and uh, doing what he can. But he, he listens, he, no. and if you listen to the podcast, I assume, Obama, you don't listen to the podcast. But if you are, um, we miss you. <laughs> All right. Well, 58% of the uh, listeners are international. So I'm, Kenya. I, I miss him. I, I liked him. He, was, he, he always, like, whenever there was a tragedy or something, I felt comforted by the guy. You know what I mean? Like, he came, came up and he gave a great fucking speech, and I fucking miss the guy. All right. So, back to, to Chinese uh, space debris. This, yeah, that, but part of the discussion in the room was is, were our jokes racist? Which we said, we thought no. We, okay, t- okay. let's start off with the original joke for this. <laughs> well, thing. that's why the, it's not the, in the show. The, the original joke was that there's this Chinese satellite that's going around the earth and it's, uh, yep. it's, it's going to crash into the earth. Um, and th- there, there was a nuanced joke that we were doing that was implying that that was because it had an Asian driver. Now, <laughs> uh, now I... <laughs> Now, I look, I was the one who put my foot down. The writers all were vehement about well, this. And they're I, a very racist group. Yeah, and I said, listen, I know a lot of Asians that are reasonable drivers. That's what I said. You do? Name one. No, I don't. I don't know. Nah. I, I, yeah. <clears throat> do you know how much shit must be in space, though? Like, and at one point there you was just, you just cut off my race. <laughs> <laughs> like you tried to protect me. Oh, from, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Oh, Jim. you were keep, you were gonna keep going. There was no. more. There's more to that. Oh no, no. What I was saying is, um, if any Asians are listening in their car, I think you're doing a great job. Um, don't turn off the radio. Please keep your eyes on the road. Okay. We'll fix this mm. in post. No, what was so wrong with that? So sad I cut that, that off. So no, every, everybody yeah. should keep their eyes on the road regardless of race. That's pretty good. Can, Can you, you hack, hack it? it? Hey. <laughs> no, I, I, oh, fuck, I've, I've come off super races. Have you? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's not the first time, so. Yeah. All right. We can't run for president now. Yeah. Well, it's also because I'm Australian, I can never be president. That was the first thing I said to Ted Lou, bringing up Asians. Uh, I said to Ted Lou, I said, the first thing I said to him is, I said, you know what me and you have in common? We both can't be president. Mm. And then he said something. Wait, he, he can't be president because he, he wasn't born. He here. wasn't born in America. Oh, okay. And I wasn't born in America and I can't be president. You can I, be governor though. Remember at the I, very beginning? I can, we found- I can be governor, but I, 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 I'm still very disappointed by that because I think I would make a great president. You do, huh? I do. I really do. Why? Do you, why? Why? Okay, Kate, Kate yeah. I control you pretty well. Control me? <laughs> yeah, but you can't teabag your constituents. <laughs> I don't think you control me at all, first of all. Let's start with that. Oh, then- all right, Forrest. You keep believing what you need to believe. All right. Anyway. You see uh, so, stop talking, Forrest. Okay. Anyway, so. so. Guess it's right. <laughs> Uh, Can we pick on Jack some more? Yeah. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, 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 Jack. We're going to get you a date. Right on. 
Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Now, Jack is... Right on. Come on, you haven't had a date in two years? That's your response? Right well, on? Number one is stop scheduling dates at what time is that one? Noon? Or is it... 9 a.m.? Noon at 9 a.m. on Sunday? What was it? Yeah. It was noon. Noon, yeah, noon on Sunday. No. <laughs> he likes, who wants to get up for a jog and get brunch? <laughs> I know it's our first date. <laughs> We watch the sunrise together. <laughs> and that's the beginning of the day, not the end. What, and no, what no, did that no, girl say? No, 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 but Jack, Jack, you have a nice physique. Mm -hmm. You do? You, you've, you've kept yourself trim. Great hair. What, what is your age, Jack? 22. 22. Great head of hair. Um, women who are listening, hasn't had sex in two years. This is a pristine dick, Right. Like, I'm sure you've gone out there and you've Dick tried... Dick gets a lot of run on this podcast. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think... You know, Cameron doesn't talk like this, I can tell. I, 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 think, I think you've tried to fuck other men, but this is a dick you can eat off. I've said it before, right? So if you want a disease-free dick, can you hack it? Can you hack it? <laughs> Go to our website. Jack, we're going to get you laid, brother. We're going to get you laid by hook or by crook or just by regular money. <laughs> um, I'll do whatever at this point. <laughs> I haven't said that sentence for a long time. Anyway, so uh, space debris. This is a seamless connection. Space debris is falling from the sky. What's debris? <laughs> debris. Debris. Are you are you being racist again right now? Debris is, is that... how I say it with my accent or a uh. British accent. And we did it in rehearsal. We had to take the word debris out because everyone. Stop was saying debris. What do you say? Debris sounds like you're still being. What like do you're, you say? You're doing... What do you say? Debris. Debris. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Shaggy to dope again. <laughs> to dope. You say debris. Debris. I say debris. 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 Mm. Debris. debris. Let's call the whole thing. So space off. debris. So space debris is, is falling from the sky and it's going to kill somebody, hopefully, because that means we'll have a great follow-up story in, a, in an episode <laughs> where, where we do an in, in memoriam of that guy in the Amazon who was just fucking dealing with a tree or hopefully something. Hopefully it hits Uncle Fat. Uncle Fat, the monkey. Well, <laughs> you'd have to really watch the show to know about Uncle Fat. So, so anyway, so that was what we did a segment called Things That Are Killing You New in the World. You wouldn't uh, have to really watch a show to know Uncle Fat. We mentioned him in 17 episodes probably. Un Uncle Fat is I, he's from 15, Thailand. He's from Thailand. He's yeah. a really fat monkey in Thailand. But people was... know Uncle Fat. They've yelled him out in the studio live. Yeah, yeah. but he got fed a lot of whole, um, fast food. I've since learned that Uncle Fat oh, has been let into the wild. Yeah. Not happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Uncle Fat's not getting sex in the wild. He's fat. What he needed is... He's working a, out. He's in the wild. He's he wanted around. to be in captivity where they gave him a mate. Like, you can't fucking send him out in the fucking wild and he's eating berries now. He's, he's on a Carl's Jr. diet. Yeah. Hopefully know. we can get some free Carl's Jr. <laughs> Ooh, he's the Carl's Jr. Yeah, uh, Carl's Jr. doesn't make you fat. Um, okay, so we, we better wrap this episode up. This is a bit of a mirandering sort of episode. To the people who have been listening to this podcast, uh, we're, I think this is episode five, thank you so much. Please tell We're not done. What? Why aren't we done? Because we usually say goodbye to people and ask no, them No, no, I'm about to do that. Uh, okay. um, please keep listening to I'm the... asserting my authority here in this relationship, <laughs> just so you know, because I'm trying to tell, show you you're not the boss of me. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, Jim, 
Welcome to God. Throw Forest a Bone Radio. Um, now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, that sounds like harassment. <laughs> it's been recorded. Now, now, before we go, um, tell your friends to subscribe to the show if you want to listen to slightly drunk people because we always have a little drink after the show. Um, talking about rubbish. Um, now we, we have to like if you want to like, give your Twitter handle and what you do, Scott Zabinski. What do you do? What do I do? Well, I'll be uh, every Tuesday at uh, Jack's open mic, just watching him. Uh, my Twitter handle at Scott Zabinski, common spelling. And then uh, also I have a movie uh, coming out this week actually that I directed on Friday called Where's the Money. It's in some cities and some theaters. Use the internet. You can find it. See if it's near you. Otherwise, you can uh, download it uh, like next week. I think so. It's, it's probably not near you. So try to just wait until it's online in some way. Yeah, it's the twenty fourth. You don't want to go out. No, he's made it's a, a movie. comedy. He's coming right? out. It's yeah, a, it's is comedy. it a comedy? Yeah, you're yeah. doing comedy now. Well, allegedly, <laughs> you wouldn't know it by watching this show. <laughs> Jack Hackett. Hey, can you hack it? It's working. Oh, it's working. It's working. Jack Hackett, where it's where it's... where will you be? Well, next Tuesday at the open mic. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Why, but when you say open mic at yeah. USC, it's a big campus. Where Just meet me on the campus. Just find me. You'll hear. Meet us. me at Tommy Trojan. Uh, I have a Facebook. Uh, if you can find the Us Comedians Facebook page, you can find it. Um, us Comedians. It's don't get me started on that name. I didn't make it. Um, Shouldn't it be US Comedians? It should be USC comedians. It should be USC comedians, but yeah. they don't let us put USC in club names. So someone thought it'd be really smart just to put a space in between. I did, it was not me. Now, also, you're a producer of a very popular internet. Uh, oh, that's show. true. We didn't even talk about this. The Shaw Show. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Which I'm, Forest here stars in? Yeah, I'm the showrunner of the Shaw Show. It uh, airs on YouTube. Um, we make it whenever we're uh, free. It's normally when I'm on the road doing a film Great pitch piece. man you are there, Jack, by the way. That really sold the show. And That's the host it. of the Shaw Show, Forrest Shaw, what are you up to? Uh, I, well, I'm not hosting the Shaw Show and getting fives of tens of views on that. Um, I'm, oh, I'm doing stand-up, actually. This that is something I want to promote. October 26th through 29th, I'll be at Side Splitters in Tampa. You've been there. You used to do that club when you did clubs. I did. Now, Forrest, is it true... That you're coming to Europe to support me across Europe. Yep. Well, I'm excited for that. Hey. That'll be great. All right. Now, yeah. now I got to tell you, when it, like the women in uh, Europe go mental for Forrest. They love him because of his voice. Is that he's, what it is? His American husky voice. I thought it was voice. my personality. He's got a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I have to say this still every week, right? All right. I'm going. Please subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Shiny boots. <laughs>